Hey, hey. Welcome. Welcome back to my podcast, Relationship Over Religion. I want to thank you guys. I want to thank you guys for listening. And I want to thank you for being on this journey with me of self-awareness, self-growth, self-care, really, it's, it's, it's so much, so just thank you. So day seven, episode seven, checkup. Today's mantra is, I am honest. This one was tough, I remember. The prompt is, take some time to journal on how aligned your true values and your actions slash behaviors have been. Do the ways you spend your time, the people you engage with, the content you consume, align with your with the values you've extracted for yourself, from yourself, this week in journaling. Be radically honest. Share where the gap is. Explore, explore where you can let your values inform your choices in thought, action, behavior, and words. Now, sometimes I don't even follow these prompts per se. Like I, I try to when I start and then I, I allow it to take me where it takes me. So, excuse me. Um, so I am honest. I am honest. I am honest. I am honest. I never thought the day would come that I can say I am honest and actually mean it. Those facts. <laughs> I was a liar for so long. Thank you, God, for actually changing me and continuing to do so every day. Forgive me for the times that I complain and argue through the process. Forgive me for fighting you and the process of fire removing it. Like the dross from silver. The fire burns, but it is good for me. It is purifying me from my impurities. My many impurities. I am honest with the visibility of God in my life. I am present. God is present in my life. Whether I see it or not, whether I feel it or not, he is here with me. I am honest and I believe God at his word. <clears throat> I have to be honest with myself. I'm scared or nervous to actually start this podcast. God, I need your help to get started. I know this is what you want me to do, but I believe in myself to accomplish it the way you want me to do it. I fear failing. I feel starting and giving up. I fear people actually seeing and not liking what they see or actually hearing, I guess. I fear who I can really be. I long to see myself the way you see me. I long to see what you see in me. Show me, Father. Show me who I am in you. Give me confidence in the depths of my soul to do 
what it is you have called me to do. The job you have chosen for me is the only one I was made to do. The job of sharing my story, which is really your story, and I'm the supporting cast. God, you are, you are the hero of this story. Help me teach, help me, teach me, guide me. I don't know how to do this or where to start. And I'm tired of being in this waiting period. I don't know if it's because my throat hurts today or what, the day I wrote this. But I'm tired of being tired. God, I know you are listening. Won't you help me? Don't you want me to complete this mission? I know you do. Then why won't you help me? Send me a podcast engineer. I literally wrote this, y'all. Send me someone that somewhat knows this process. Wow, I didn't realize I wrote that. Please, if you want me to complete this, I need my Aaron. Send my Aaron. Referring to Aaron and Moses. It says in your word, when Moses felt inadequate, you gave him Aaron to help him. Where is my help? I am honest, and this is how I truly feel. Inadequate to complete the task at hand. Remove this feeling and please replace it with capability and confidence in myself. Man. So this journal prompt turn it, turned into a prayer. Let me just add in the name of Jesus, amen. But I didn't even need to put that, and, and that was a prayer. So I have to put a pin in it there because, I mean, we're obviously here, episode 7. The prayer was obviously answered, and I touched on it last episode, and I'll, I'll get into more detail with it. Man, it's just so beautiful how I can look back and see something and so quickly, we, we are in the manifestation of the answered prayer, y'all. Do you see this? Do you see? Do you see what, what I'm trying to get at? And it all started with being honest with myself and, and, and giving that to him. And it's his responsibility to, to do what he's asked me to do. And in this process, and even from the journal entry I shared last episode, the one from seven years ago, I was, I was just asking and pleading for the same work, you know, and, and that was like the beginning. And now we're seeing, I'm, I can see fruit clearly now. Back then it took me a lot longer to see it. And it's a process and it's a journey and I have some, I have like a star in my living room. It used to be on my desk at work. I guess I, maybe I'll move it to my desk here, but 
it's in it's find the joy in the journey and I have like the opposite MO like I remember when I first got to treatment and I was you know ready and doing this thing and I remember wanting so bad to it to already be a year later like I wanted to I wanted to be celebrating my one year clean and I I didn't know how to find the joy in the journey and I'm still working on it like I just celebrated eight years and I'm still trying to learn this process and gratitude has been a big part of that gratitude 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 an attitude of gratitude you know, there's there's a verse. I'll have to look it up for you guys. It's it's do everything without complaining or arguing. I'm not sure which version that is, but that's a tall order. That is a tall order to do everything without complaining or arguing. I've learned to just say like, oh, I'm not arguing. I'm just giving my opinion, especially because I'm passionate when I talk. So people always think I'm yelling at them or they try to take offense. Like, I don't need to calm down. This is just how I talk. You need to stop being so sensitive is what I want to say sometimes. But um, anyways, that's not here or there. Gratitude. Attitude of gratitude. I have a gratitude list that I exchange with somebody every day, you know. And I I want I want you to go a little a little beneath the surface. You know, somebody once told me, "Oh, I got a gratitude journal and you know, I write down the same three things every day." Um, okay. Well, can we go a little deeper? Can we say why we're grateful for those things? You know, um so many times I'm grateful for community. I'm grateful for the food, the shelter. I'm, I'm grateful for my family and my friends. I'm, I'm grateful for birds and being able to hear and to see and to taste and to touch and to feel and having emotions or even like my liver, y'all. Like, I mean, if we really think about all the things that are operating and moving without it unbeknownst to us like you're you're breathing I'm thankful for my breath I'm thankful for the breath of life in my lungs I'm thankful for the ability to walk talk exercise not exercise if I feel like it it's 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 freedom and that really is at the core of following Christ it's this freedom in Christ that he gives us it's being freed from a title you know a job title oh a few years ago that's all I cared about all I cared about was my my title and my position and my salary and all these different things and you know on Thanksgiving I was grateful for so many things and I'm I think I said it at the table that the most things I'm grateful for this year is releasing as like defining myself from my title and getting my value from a paycheck. Those were big for me. Those were big for me. And to only receive my value from my relationship with Christ and my relationship with God has proven and shown to be the most important <clears throat> value I have. Self-care and 
self-awareness, you know, just, just, just being in my body and being okay with that is, is priceless, y'all. I don't even, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's this peace that surpasses understanding and that's only given by God. That's, that's only given by God. Faith is a gift from God. Peace is a gift from God. These are, these are things that he bestows upon us as his children. And I don't want to sound all churchy with like bestow upon us, but it's like what he gives to us, y'all. I don't know how else to explain it. Sometimes people ask me like, well, how do you stay so cool, calm, and collected? And you're always so happy and chipper and like, I mean, that's just who I am as a person, but I have my down days. I have my days where I'm calling my sister tripping out or calling my husband, you know, calling somebody. And and that all, all those relationships stem because I first learned to call God. You know, I remember, I remember some chaplain coming into the jail and their their message was like who do you call on who do you call to, who do you call on your phone time and they were like do you call your mom do you call and they were like questioning who we call and they were like if you don't call on god it doesn't matter nobody else anybody else you call on it doesn't matter and i remember like i guess i heard her that day cuz the next day i went to court on the bus, back and forth. They wake you up at like three in the morning to wait. You get to court by like six. You don't even get seen by like 10. It's crazy, it's crazy. Um, but on the way back, I remember looking out the window on the bus ride back. And it was just like, I was like, okay, God, I'm gonna call on you only. I, I didn't call my family the first like six months I was busted. I don't even know if they knew. To be honest, I, my mom says she had a feeling, but I mean, I don't really know. I didn't I didn't let them know. And so I had no money on my books. I had no nothing for like a good amount of time. And you would have never thought because if you walk by my cell or anything, even I had somebody come. I had like a new bunkie and they were like, are you sure you're indigent? Cause I had like chips, Gatorade, I had all the stuff that, and I was like, you know what, you're right. But like people would just come and give me stuff. I wouldn't even really have to ask for it. I remember one day sitting there, somebody was like, oh, you need shampoo? I have shampoo. I was like, oh, okay, thank you. And it was, it was one of the first moments I really saw God provide for me without me needing to say anything. And... I, it was beautiful. I, I was, I never went without, I never went without. And he provided on such an intimate level for my, for what I needed on, on a basic level, like shampoo and conditioner, soap, chips, these are food and you know, basic necessities. And, and it says in his word that he'll provide for us, that he knows what we need. We just need to ask him or we just need to tell him. And I wasn't even speaking these things. I was just thinking them. 
and he was answering me. He was answering me. And even now, as I've shed myself of these titles and getting my value from the wrong places, he continues to show me areas of my life where I, where I need to shed something else. You know, I had to, I had to shed a friend or she wasn't even a friend, you know. Um, I wanted a friend more than what I, I wanted a friend. <sighs> Wanting a friend was more important than making sure the friend was treating me friendly, basically. And this chick, so she had just, it was just messed up. I had, my husband and I, we chose our wedding date, like, way before the pandemic, before he had even proposed. We were at the Jazz Fest in the summer of 2019. It was so much fun when we could still go, well, I guess we can go outside again, but this is when it was still a thing. No, COVID hadn't happened yet, and we were just having a great time at the Jazz Fest and, you know, falling in love as a young couple and drinking a little bit of wine and enjoying our time dancing. And we, we, we talk about, like, spending our lives together, and we talk about getting married. And, you know, we're just having an adult conversation, and we pull out our phones, we look at the camera, I mean, not the camera, well, of course we were taking pictures, but we, we look at the calendar, and we look at dates, and I'm a big numbers girl, and I was like, hey, look, 10-10-2020 is, is a Saturday, and he was like, oh, that's, that's cool, and I love the sequence of the numbers, and the, I, I just loved how it flowed, there happened to be two full moons that month, which is very rare, and I called the girl who was my best friend at the time after the jazz fest, you know, the next day or whatever, telling her all about it. <clears throat> and she was like, oh, okay, I, honestly, I probably think her kid was doing something and she got distracted, but I don't know. I don't know what happened, but I know we had that experience at the jazz fest. Fast forward maybe around Christmas or something of that year. So still pre-COVID, she calls me and says, we picked our wedding date. Her fiance had already proposed to her. And she was like excited. She, they picked their wedding date. And I was like, I was excited too for her. And I was like, well, what is it? <clears throat> I need some water, y'all. I'm like so excited for her. I'm so excited for her. Sorry, excuse me. I'm like, what's the day you guys picked? And she's like, 10, 10, 20, 20. And I was like, I was like, but, but that's the day me and Robert picked. And she killed me off, y'all. She was like, he didn't even propose yet. And I was like, she hit me where it hurt. She knew that was a sensitive subject for me because he hadn't proposed yet. And I still, I didn't care, but I didn't know how to like speak up for myself at that point. And I was just like, well, 
And she, she just played it off like she didn't remember me ever saying it to her. But I know she does. I know she did remember. But so, you know, I help her. I go dress shopping with her. I just, because he hadn't proposed, I really didn't, I, feel, I felt like I didn't have anything in my arsenal, really. So I just kind of cowered down inside. And I talked to, I talked to my, my friend Maxine, you know, I've mentioned her before. And she was just like, that's not, that's not friendly. What she did wasn't friendly. And she, she helped me break down, like, the idea of a friend and what, why I was allowing somebody to treat me that way or not being able to stand up for myself. And I had to take a really hard look at myself at that time. And, but I think I acted out in some way, like I invited everybody out or I invited everybody over my place for lunch, like her and a couple and another friend. And then they needed to change the place because coming to my place was too far and they wanted to die. All this other stuff happened and I ended up not going and I like threw a fit. So then come fast forward a little bit when Robert actually proposed. Of course, it was like on social media, whatever. A few of my, all my friends saw it. I get a call the next day like, oh, my God, tell me all about it. Da, 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 da. So I tell her all about it, and she was like, well, do you guys know what day you're going to get married? And I'm like, the day we originally picked. And she was like, but that's my wedding day. So she knew. And I was like, yeah, but I had told you we had picked that day. And she, like, got mad at me, threw a fit, hung up on me, and then proceeded to tell all our mutual friends from treatment that I chose her wedding date. I tried to say my piece, but they didn't want to hear it. <clears throat> and it didn't matter. It, it didn't matter. It wasn't friendly, and I needed to value myself more than that and associate my, myself with people who are actually friendly and love me and, you know, listen to me and listen to what I have to say and care about me, reach out, ask me how I'm doing, you know, not just a relationship out of convenience. And it was one of the hardest things I remember I had to get over. I was so sad. And then and then the pandemic happened a week or two later. I even tried to mend things because that's just who I am. I tried to, and I was killed off. She sent me, like, aggressive voicemails, whatever. I just ended up blocking and moving on. But... You know, to going back to the mantra with just being honest, that was one of the toughest times. You know, there's there's so many moments that I can think of that just have been pivotal. But through it all, learning to be honest with myself was the most important. And I was only I was only able to be honest with myself when I learned how to be honest with God and show my true self to God and speak to him the way I'm speaking to you guys right now. And, and I, that's how I pray. I, I, that's how I talk. I mean, that's just, I'm the same here. I'm the same at the restaurant. I'm the same at church. I'm the, I'm the same. You're going to get the same person. And I know that's not really, I know that's kind of frowned upon, 
you know, we're supposed to like watch our tongue or do this or do that. And I try to, I, I try to, but you know, sometimes inappropriate stuff might come out and God forgive me. You know, I keep it pushing. That's, that's the beauty of walking with Christ. He, he already forgave us and he wants me to be authentic. So it's, it's just walking in this, in this movement of being true to myself, acknowledging that I'm human and those dhamma have flaws and we just keep going and we just keep walking this walk and i i constantly pray for forgiveness for the things i know about the ones i don't know about you know because i can do stuff that i'm not even aware of i i mean i i, I don't know sometimes we offend people we don't even realize sometimes i i think i've been offended and god gives me this like i don't know like a visor where it just like flies right over my head and I get home and I'm like, hey, what they said was kind of rude. But I'm like talking to myself at this point, just replaying the situation. But and then thanking him again, because if I would have actually been offended at the time, who knows how that would have turned out. But thankfully, it did what it did. And I, I can be graceful whether I realize it or not. That's the beauty of trusting and building this relationship with self because it's the God in me that loves the God in you and if if we say we know God but we don't love then we're lying you know I can't say I hate my sister but I love God that that the two can't go together I I love my sister because I love God and my love for God has has changed me from the inside out you know and I'm a walking testament of I think it's Roman 12 2 or he or 12 1 he renews our mind and it's constant it's constant 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 my way of thinking is always changing and gratitude is a big thing that changes our way of thinking we don't realize it we don't know the the benefits of it but by practicing it and making it a regular part of your life I can learn to, I've learned to turn any situation and find the positive out of it. Like, oh, I got a flat tire. Da, da, da. Oh, thank God. Maybe you got saved from a car accident. Oh, I locked my keys in the house and now I'm going to be late for work. Oh, man, you might have been saved from a car accident with that. Or you, we, we never know the bigger picture of what's going on. And I even suffer like road rage. You know, don't cut me off and slow down because I might say something out of character but you know I try to take deep breaths and I try to remember that I live in an area where there's a lot of people who are not from here that they might not know where they're going and that can be a little frustrating you know so we just gotta stay positive call on the holy spirit you know there's those tiktoks holy spirit activate holy spirit activate yes yes that's a real thing i know we clown in and we we're making fun of it but that's that's a real thing you can say it silently and he'll still come he'll still come he'll still answer you there's when we pray the angels go to work so this journal entry that i shared this week is a direct ref reflection of that. Like, we can see it. 
right here by this podcast being at episode seven, by the by the time by day seven that I'm reading you, that I'm asking God for help to help me do it. And he literally answered that prayer to the T. So be specific. Be specific. So what did we learn today? Gratitude, talking to God, learning, trusting, so many things. Take some notes. Let me know what you learned. Um, remember to like and share. And feel free to tell your friends about it, okay? And I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.